Welcome to the Outcast. This is your host, Kimmy, and thank you for being here listening to me. So I kind of want to jump into this kind of quickly because I feel like I have a lot to say and I do not want anything to be missed or run out of time. But before I get, get started, thank you for everyone that's like responding to the Spotify questions. If you don't have Spotify, you are not living your best life. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm kidding, by the way, but I absolutely love Spotify, but it, it is nice seeing you guys engage in it. But I did have someone that kind of asked for some a little advice on my last episode. And I want to address at the end, but if I don't have time, I'll just wait for my next one. I also, once again, if you guys can go support, shoot me a follow on Instagram because the outcast is finally on Instagram. You can find me at the outcast audio once again at the outcast audio. So I want to jump into the topic of not everyone is your friend. I truly believe people look at others on a surface level more than what really matters, which is on the inside of what someone is. So what I mean by that is that a lot of people consider people their friends, but most times they're probably acquaintances. They probably don't understand like why they are around the person. They just are kind of there. But I think it takes a lot more in friendships and well, technically our bond with people than just what we see and what's in that present moment. And as we get older, we're going to learn that (laughs) the people that we would consider our friends, they're just not really our friends. They, it can be very confusing to really tell who really would give a fuck about you and who really takes you all flaw and all, like just completely unconditionally want you in their life as a friend, because it's really hard to have long lasting friendships for some people. And when you do have that strong connection where it's going to last a lifetime, it's something I feel like it it has a a bigger effect. Like the people that you are around, it, it is a kind of reflection of who you are. So when you have nurturing people and supportive and you fully understand someone head to toe and you don't have those second doubts about them, it can be make like life worthwhile. Like I rather spend my time with people I genuinely felt like had to like care about me and had a good connection than just temporary people that are here for the moment. So I think there's like a few different types of disguised people that you may look at that are your friends that you probably should kind of reevaluate. So there are enablers. So these people, they don't let you know when you're wrong. They kind of just let you continue doing what you're doing. Even if like, even if it's toxic and there's kind of different reasons why people let that continue with someone that they're friends with. And it could be maybe they don't want a reaction out of them or 
they just don't care enough or they're they just don't want to jeopardize a friendship because they feel like if I want to be a a good friend, I would stay all toes down for them. And that's when we run into situations where people are not growing as people because you can't really grow as a person if you don't get called out on your own shit. And a lot of times people are toxic or they do, they have toxic traits and they don't know that they're toxic traits because people aren't addressing it or being very vocal. And I completely understand because I've been a person where I just wasn't vocal about something and I was just enabling other people. And I just remember being in this one situation where I had to wind up, they were getting these like arguments with people and they would actually want me to engage and like kind of be on their side about things as far as like saying something back to the person, not them like confiding me. They actually want me to take action. And I would actually like participate. Like I would be in there arguing with people I don't even know. And sometimes when the situation was explained back to me, I I would realize like, oh, maybe I think you're in the wrong here or I think this is wrong what you're doing. Like, I think it's more appreciate to have friends like that, that let you know that what you're doing is not right. And that's like something I regret not speaking up about it because it's a waste of energy. And that's not the type of life you want anyways, where you're always <laughs> fighting for something that's not really even justified to begin with. I and do, 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 do. I also think a lot of people are just kind of followers because I think people gravitate towards people when they're doing well. So like if someone is successful, a lot of people want to be around them because like you I, like I, I think that's just a common thing that people are doing while you want to be around them because it attracts the energy towards them and there's nothing wrong with being inspired by people but at the same time like there are people that are very envious and they just want to be like you or they want what you have it's almost like that maddie cassie situation from euphoria because i really think cassie just wanted to be like maddie and because she wanted what maddie had she was willing to jeopardize the friendship or like she just didn't value it at that point because that's she wanted to live that same lifestyle as maddie there's also people that want to be friends with people because they look a certain way. So these are the type of people that are just like, oh, you're really pretty or you look you like you fit my image. Like I wouldn't feel embarrassed being around you because you look good. You compliment me. And I feel like that's degrading <laughs> itself as student friends because everyone's going to look different. People can't help the way they look. And like, it's just skin. It's just skin. Like, <laughs> you can be friends with people that you're not attracted to. Like that shouldn't be your main source of friendships by based off what, how people look. And there's also probably like a popularity or like a certain like status people hold, like imagine people on social media have like a whole bunch of followings. People want to be around them because they think maybe my reigns will go up because 
I'm around this person because they're popular or I'll get the attention I want because this person <laughs> is getting that attention. It's it's kind of weird at that point because like I said, it makes it seem like people just want to be like you and it's like a fan to a celebrity in a way. It's like they, they're they obsessed with your life and then I feel like those type of people are looking to do something negative towards you eventually. They might even like try to wait for you to sabotage so they can have what you have. Like it's just something to pay attention to because I promise you <laughs> there are people out there that are very snake like <laughs> they'll pretend like they're your friend but once the opportunity comes they will do what they have to do uh, I also think we should always be careful of people that only want to be around us when things are I guess super fun or when things are super great because you're going to want people that stick around no at least not no matter what, but at least for you, not because of an image you hold. So like if you were to lose all that stuff, would they still stick around? Would they still want to put up with you because you don't, you're not given that same attraction <laughs> that they, those like, I guess, material, physical attractions that kept them staying around you. And also people that are followers, I think they do like a lot of them don't have a mind for their own, like because they like what someone else thinks and the way they operate, they rather be around them and everything they say is like, oh, that's facts. Like I I'm a hundred percent with you on that without ever critically thinking for themselves. And a lot of people can't do that for themselves. I always say there's leaders and followers and I think everyone should strive to be a leader in their own individual self. Like always be true to yourself and not follow what someone else says. Don't bandwagon in a sense. And oh, another example is people that that are only friends with people or they choose not to be friends with people based off something someone else heard. I think you should always try to be friends with people based off your own experience. And because you never know, people are going to have good things to say about people and people are going to have bad things to say about everyone. No one's 100% all the way around. So I also like want to address <laughs> friendship because I think friendship does apply to dating because I think if you want the best dating experience with someone, you should genuinely look to be friends with them and when I say that doesn't mean mean you're like friends with somebody based off attraction because a lot of times when you're dating the first thing to identify that you're attracted to someone is all physical appearance which is not really nothing wrong with that but you like I said you need to make sure you're choosing people for the right reasons and what's on the inside and not just because you're physically attracted to them I, I don't know. I see this a lot because, you know, I'm a woman <laughs> and I, I see like with guys, it's, it's a little bit different friendship wise because some of them aren't really your friends. Like they don't give a fuck about you that deep. Like they, I feel like some guys are just kind of around <laughs> till they can have the opportunity to try to slither their way in when you're vulnerable or something like that or they're only nice to you because you're attractive. I feel like it's very degrading 
And I think it's a kind of co- a confusion when it comes to dating, or at least sometimes in this society. So I don't know. I, I was I always try to build a friendship <laughs> while dating, but sometimes it's now I'm saying this because I know it's going to be mostly directed towards men and men are going to be like, well, not all men and respectfully shut up because I'm, I'm tired of people trying to gaslight you when you know you speak in facts. As a woman, there are guys that are only nice to you because they are attracted to you. If they weren't attracted to you, they wouldn't even give you the time of day. They wouldn't even want to consider you as a friend. They only want pretty girls as a friend or girls they think they can fuck. And I'm sure there's guys that experience the same things with girls. Like they, I don't know. I just feel like it's more common with women, especially like guys you don't even want a date that you just genuinely want a friendship with. They are, <laughs> I, I I feel like it's hard to make that distinguish because I think if the opportunity arises, they will try. They will try. And that, like I said, it's not, it's not saying you can't be friends <laughs> with males because you definitely can. But I, I just believe that if it's, if it's a true friendship, and you're working your way to dating this a lot better than just trying to date someone just because looking at them the first time looking at them is that's what that's what got you, not what is on the inside. And I, I feel like if I was dating someone and someone told me, oh, that's my friend, but n- their friendship consists of them being friends with benefits the whole time. I feel like that's disrespectful. I don't know. Y'all, y'all tell me what y'all think. So it's not like a complete list of what friends you shouldn't have. I'm sure there's other things, but this is just things I've noticed that stand out that people don't really catch on to. But I do want to jump into the friends that you should keep around. Not saying all these are... T- everything you need in a friend, but these are something you should hold on to or not push away a friend because of these traits. So I always believe that if you have a blunt friend or someone that's like super honest that tells it like it is the first time around and you don't have to hear that from no one else, they won't let you know. That's always something you want to keep around because it's very rare where people are very honest with you to your face. A lot of people will talk a lot of shit behind your back. Like they'll think of something and talk it behind your back, but not say it directly to you. So I think it's always better to have someone that is straightforward, that is going to keep it 100 with you. That's, you know, a real ass bitch. But... (laughs) Uh, second, I think you should have friends that challenge you to be a better person. So just friends that challenge you to do different stuff that you normally don't do that make you want to make better life decisions as far as exercising more, as far as, you know, going to see different places, things that are more positive. I also believe that you should have friends that have different beliefs and cultures. It's a lot of times where we don't want to be friends with people because they they're into things that aren't of our nature. Like 
they, they, their beliefs are very strongly different from ours. And I guess I can get that in a moral sense. Like if it's, if their sense of beliefs and cultures come from like tearing someone down or being very disrespectful to other people, I understand that. But if it's something that's not affecting nobody really, and it's just more of a them thing and they are still like a good person behind all of that. I think you should be more open to people being different than you because not everyone is alike. And I've said this before. People are very different. A lot of people think they're this, the same, like they gonna find everyone just like them, but there's always different things about someone that makes people unique. (laughs) I also believe we should spend more time with people that are at least achieving goals and wanting more out of life. Like you shouldn't always spend your time with people that just live on the surface level of life where they just, they just want to get up, do everything that someone else tells them to do. They, they don't have any hobbies or like the hobbies they do have just consist of like partying, you know, drinking, doing drugs all the time and nothing else. They don't ever talk about anything motivating or trying to elevate in life. It's just, you know, just negative things or even just talking shit and complaining all the time, gossiping, like all that stuff drains your energy. You need people that want to uplift you, that that talk about things that stimulate your mind, that actually has real depth in the conversation instead of just talking about stuff that is very low vibrational. When I say low vibrational, like I said, gossiping, um, just doing stuff that that doesn't have your mind in full control. Like we should all want better. And a lot of people think people that do this stuff with them, part with them, they having a good time because they're all fucked up. They think those are their friends, but it's not true. <laughs> These are just people that are with you for that moment because y'all are all fucked up. And you should also have people that are kind of like mentors, mentors in your life, people that can inspire you, that if you can talk to you about things that maybe people around your age or people that aren't mentally, how, 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 what's the best way to pl- place that? Mentally intelligent or just wiser than you? Because I think if you, are around people that you know are at a lower level of thinking all the time it it can drag you down with it it can distract you from where you want to be in life because they don't want they don't got anything going for themselves and they're not looking for that so when you speak about want to do things that are kind of outside your comfort zone they're probably not with it or they don't care that much because that's not in their frame of thought <laughs> but it's in yours so you need to be around people that you can discuss those ideas with people that, like I said, inspire and motivate you. Other things I've noticed, like when I know I have someone that is a good friend that I can like sh- strongly trust, I, I really go off their intentions when they do things. So let's say if there's a conflict, let's say you have a conflict with somebody and I think there there's ways to show you're a genuine friend. Like 
you can go to another friend and discuss the problem and be like, hey, I'm just concerned about this because this person does this. And, you know, I can't understand this. But I genuinely care about this person instead of, you know, talking mad shit, saying, well, that's why this bitch, da 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 da, like she, she always doing this. Like, if you talking like that about someone, you really, that wasn't your friend. Like, if you got to go behind someone back and talk shit about something, especially if it's like a conflict that is actually a valid situation and you're trying to like paint a different narrative because you don't like what they have to say, that's pretty shitty. Because I think if if your friend is addressing something that's important to them, that you wouldn't sit there and try to diminish the value of whatever is going on. And those people that are your friends, they're supposed to accept you for who you are. So flaws in all. They, no matter what toxic traits you have, no matter what, they know who you are as a person. They looked at everything about you, how you were in the past to who you are now and see where you came from and why you do the things you do. They accept that because they know they they feel strong in your character. They trust you a hundred percent. You can't have people that are always doubting you when, when you feel like you're giving your a hundred percent truth. Like if you have people that are down, you, like I said, that, that drains your energy because now you're always constantly explaining yourself to people that are, Commit to misunderstanding you. And it's just, I, I, I just really think we should just should not be calling everyone our friend. People are there for the moment, but I think when we do get in situations that really test us on our friendships and how much people mean to us, that that's like usually the end all for people. <laughs> so I think people should work better on their relationships with people that are their friends, how they value them and be mindful of the things they do when they are <laughs> around the people that they call their friends because people pay attention to stuff like that. Like things, little things you do are noticed. So if someone does not mean that much to you, then go ahead and talk shit. Go ahead and (laughs) keep doing like, you know, toxic behaviors and dismissing them like this. You can keep doing that. But when it comes down to it in the end, the people that truly care about you was probably that person that you debunked that you the person you don't really give that much attention to but these people that you have that are like followers and enablers and just only see you on a surface level those are the people you want to keep around you want yes men in your life or yes women whatever you want somebody that is you know, there for you, but not there to help you be better. At that point, are they really your friends or are you just fans? Think about it. So wrapping that up, that's just my thoughts on that. Not everyone is your friend. And I think we should 
try to make sure we're around the right energies. Cause as a spiritual person, I truly believe if you're around the wrong crowd, you'll will you will start seeing things happening. You'll the energy will shift. Maybe you'll start feeling sick. Cause like I said, people can cast spells and hexes on you by just their words. Cause words are powerful, powerful. And you need to be mindful what you say about people and what you say to people. So I still have some time left. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into that Spotify question. I I don't know why I didn't have it right in front of me. I thought I did, but I think everything just did its own thing. So on my last episode, I was talking about how black people aren't Oreos, but we're we're, we're tearing down the stereotype of what an Oreo looks like. And I got a question in my Spotify about some advice. So this person says, honestly, being in an interracial marriage and having mixed kids, it really makes me mad hearing black kids hating on mixed kids saying they aren't truly mixed. Like, what can I say as a white teacher? So I I really do think a lot of this stems from immaturity. A lot of kids, they say things that they don't really mean or they they picked it up from someone else and they, they think it's okay to say. Honestly, I think it's, you can try to address it on a safe level, but your best bet is just talking to the parents. (laughs) <laughs> and letting them know, be aware of what they're saying to other kids of different backgrounds, because it, I think it's, it's, it's one of those conversations that are going to be hard to implant into kids while they're still growing up because people don't become mindful until like later on where you're just like, oh, that's, that's kind of wrong to say. I shouldn't talk to my friend that way. But when we're kids, we, we're not thinking of anything like that. We think, we think it's a joke. We think <laughs> we, we think nothing of the effects of what we say to other people. So I encourage you to tell your own kids to be strong in their own skin. That no matter what they're saying, it doesn't change the fact that they are mixed. It doesn't change the fact that they are black and white just because they're not 100% one side. And I, I do want to talk about how that is an issue for biracial people. I'm not really, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I go through that issue because when people look at me, they don't think I'm biracial, even though I have black and native American <laughs> in my family lineage. When people look at me, they don't think, oh, you're biracial. But when you see people that are of a certain skin complexion, their hair is a certain texture, you think, of course, they have to be mixed with something because ain't no way they look white and they and they look kind of black, but not really. So I think it's just one of those things that takes time and and this society is just it's going to take a while before we kind of get rid of that mindset that people aren't they aren't truly who they are because <laughs> because of the of their background or the color of their skin i hope that helped either way i, I do want to discuss that later on 
specifically with other people that are actually biracial, because I think that'll be a better insight, honestly, on that. But other than that, thank you guys for listening. Again, if you ever want some advice or you want to listen to my input on something, just go ahead and drop that in the Spotify questions. You can also drop that in the inst- my Instagram as well, because not everybody has Spotify. Not everybody's living their best life. So <laughs> I, <laughs> with, that being said, thank, with that being said, thank you for listening to me again and tune in for the next one. Bye.